2: Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. I'm Chase Rolson with Rubline Marketing. This is
0: Jeff Lindsay. This
2: is Michael Pitt. Hey
0: everybody,
1: it's John Dudley from TV. Hey guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline.
2: Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors.
1: Hey, this is Nick Lutz from Fall Collector.
3: Hey, this is Melissa Buckman.
2: Hey, this is Jules McQueen, and you are listening to the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast.
1: It's really, really not that good. Good, 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 good. Work, 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 Work work
0: Holy shit! Another Zoom podcast, a pandemic podcast, part three or four, whatever this is now.
3: Hey, cheers, <laughs> boys. Good, nice to see you, boys.
0: Good to see you guys.
3: Cheers,
2: love, hey. you know It's it's better to see you guys this way.
0: Well, yeah, well, but you know what's funny? Like all of us, I think, are all going to work like as normal and everything. We're just like being kind of cautious for our, our families. I don't know. Are you? Working I don't either. Yeah. I'm working from home. How oh, damn Steve? Are you working?
2: Uh, I'm going back to work next uh, on Monday,
0: Eric. You're so, working,
2: yeah. Oh yeah,
0: I'm still slaving away. Yeah, I'm still I'm essential. So no big. The deal. only
2: income I've had coming in is uh Daddy Trump gave me twelve hundred bucks. So dude, um, he forgot me. He forgot you, but uh, dude, his uh, unemployment must have forgot about me because uh, that's a whole mess. So
3: you got to pay your taxes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> no that's
2: you know for everybody out there that's uh that's listening to this and is struggling i mean you know we are we're all working class just like you. Hey, we're struggling too you want to hear how white trash your-
0: i am I- i'm working class but you want to hear how white trash i am this is a real story <laughs> i texted my tattoo artist today to see if i if I could pay him extra to come do a kitchen tattoo at my house <laughs> <laughs>
2: pretty so still, still kitchen tattoo welcome back to high school my my only two tattoos were done in a living room and in a basement
0: yeah but like this tattoo artist is legit though yeah
2: he's legit well this dude had a tattoo gun so i don't know how more legit you can get <laughs> i was talking
0: to my buddy Tyler at work and i'm like hey um i'm real i'm i'm in a tattoo mood again he's like yeah me too he goes uh, i won't say his name i'll say it later but i, I don't want to call him <laughs> out just in case i got a fresh tat i don't want to get him in trouble but uh <laughs> He's like, text him and see if he'd do uh, fresh kitchen tats for us. And I was like, hell yeah. And then we could help our barber, Collins, see if he could do a driveway cut. Just cut us in the driveway <laughs> so we're outside.
2: No, I need a driveway cut. Yeah. Dude, dude if you set up that kitchen, uh, that kitchen tattoo, uh, You know, allegedly if it happens, am not saying it will happen, but if it does, you know, holler at your boys. <laughs> we, we can get them full of appointments. I'll get
0: the logo. I'll only get the working class logo if I can get it done in a kitchen. Oh, for sure. We all got to
2: if he's coming. To the- <laughs> you got to get it in the studio. You do it like in a garage.
0: That'd be cool. Yeah, I do it in a garage, like sawdust getting blown on it. Anyway, that's metal. My- <laughs> we're, we're podcasting. Yeah. Um, so thank you for joining us in these weird times. And so if you're listening in podcast land, this will probably be aired as a video podcast as well on YouTube. I don't know. Uh, we're doing the Zoom meeting. So if you are an audio only land, you're probably like, it's good to see you. What the fuck? They're on the phone, but we can see. <laughs> so um, let's get into it. So thanks for, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. I feel a little off our groove cause we haven't like hung out for a while, uh, but the podcast is presented by HHA sports. And then that's when Eric prompts the, Hey, and we got a Tetra is? and you got the, like. the big kingpin with the, the lens hood and all that. That Tetra is pretty killer, man. I was going through oh. all of our HHA pictures today and, we we put down a lot of critters with those sites, man. We've been shooting them for – and the rest. We've been shooting them for four years now, just about.
3: Four or five, ain't it?
0: What's that?
2: Four or five, ain't it?
0: Yeah, It they was
3: got, shortly after the first time
2: we had Scotty Bakken on.
0: That's true, yeah. So we shot them for a long time. They have the Virtus Dropway Rest, um, lifetime warranty on all their products, HHA Sports.com. I think WCB15 is our discount code there. So go there and save yourself some money. Um, also – Brought to you by Scent Crusher, and what's cool about that is like we can show it on video. I got the room clean. Um, that unit saves our asses in the in the studio. Run that baby after Steve leaves, and you're, you're set. So, <laughs> or if you're a parent that does cloth diapering, not only for your hunting clothes, you run that in your bathroom after you spray out cloth
2: diapers. Pretty. So for all you stinky hippies out there, throw them in
0: here. Exactly. Just th- throw the shit diapers in the closet. Um, yep. Yep. The podcast also brought to you by Victory Archery. Eric's holding up props. Hey. hey, rip TKOs. I think we're gonna. Is that what you got there? Rip TKOs. Uh,
3: yeah.
0: Oh, I'm excited Indeed. to shoot those suckers again. I'm well going bear hunting. I'm hoping to put one through a bear. We'll see. Um, also, ThermoSeat. Man, I, I oh. love doing sponsors when we have like product placement things. Everybody's got a product. Wait, hold on. Dude, how corny are we? This is great. <laughs> this is great. great I was
2: position. actually
0: sitting on it. I'm a I'm Turkey Palooza. I think those thermos seats are gonna get get their work in for them here in a couple of weekends. Dude, oh, this
2: yeah. I use this this. Dude, the, the big ass wedge thing. I, I use this seat like every day hunting last year. This is the most comfortable seat so like for a fat
3: dude. You do like three times. Huh. So you use it like three times?
2: Oh, yeah, every time. It's, it looks brand new. <laughs> <laughs> you got the wrapper <laughs> <nowhere>. on it. <laughs> well, that's mine.
0: Oh, sweet. I can tell you use a lot. Uh, the podcast also brought to you by Elite Archery. Um, I think we're going to shoot the cures this year. Um, as of turkey season and bears come in the next month or so, we're all shooting the ritual. Is that the working class bow, Eric, you got holding up?
3: Yep. yep.
0: She's pretty. That's, that's the ritual, the uh, – I
3: don't
0: know what I, don't know if I can get range 33, right? Yeah, right in there. I'm shooting the Ritual 35. I absolutely love that bow. Got I got it in uh, all max one just because I was planning on doing a lot of Western hunts with it. Um, also, Lone Wolf custom gear. So the 1.0, the .5, and the camera arm. The camera arm is kind of like the focus of everything lately, and this is probably going to get our whole crew filming again. I mean, that's the profile on it if you're looking on video, and – the thing weighs nothing, and you can fit it in your pocket. I think they just call it the pocket arm, so you can just tuck it away, and, and you're good. But I'm planning on bringing this to uh, Wyoming for bears now, so that's the plan. Should be pretty cool. Hopefully, we can uh, get some deer down. Um, where am I? Also, big time, Doug. Are you? Are you, Doug or Eric? Are you guys doing spring plots anywhere? or Are you going to wait till fall? I'm going to wait till fall on mine. That's what I'm doing too. I should have planned in the spring
1: though. I might try a spring plot in the backyard here. See what happens.
0: Oh, yeah, you might as well. Do you have a tractor
1: yet? Uh, no, I can just bring one over, though.
0: Boom, there you go. And then if you get some big-time food plot seed, at the, uh, use code WCB2020, I think, is the code for food plot stuff. Twenty
3: percent. Just put your whole backyard into a food plot, and then you don't have to mow it. <laughs> That's a good point.
0: <laughs> just put part of you it the CRP that you don't feel like mowing, just say it's CRP grass.
3: <laughs> exactly. Put into a program.
2: I had ever intention of putting a spring plot in, but just with everything going on in the land uh, owner where I'm hunting, you know, just is like I don't want to see anybody. I'm like eh, that. That's fair.
0: I guess. You don't want to see anybody. Man, it doesn't sound like you're going to have a good fall.
2: <laughs> no, no, not at all. If this thing, uh, if this thing carries on, no, he just, it eh, just uh, better being.
0: because the virus. I thought he just didn't want to see anyone on his place. Yeah.
2: No, 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 no! It's because of the uh, because of the virus. I call. I was like, "Well, let's give it a couple weeks." I'm like, hey, "We might be missing a window here, but it is what it is." What it is.
0: <laughs> uh, the podcast is also brought to you by Hunters Blend Coffee. They, uh, I think, they're running a the giveaway right now on their group on Facebook. And I'm drawing the blank. I should have had it, had it pulled up. That, that's great coffee. Um, we haven't Our seen problem. each other, so I haven't been able to give you guys your coffee. Let me see what this group is. I know they're doing lots of giveaways and stuff like that. Hunter's Blend. Oh, it's called the Hunter's Blend Hunt Club. Easy enough on Facebook. So go check that out. A lot of good people in there. Hunter's Blends. They put out some good videos, and, and it's great coffee. And it's yeah. So fuck it. We're gonna
3: see.
2: We're gonna see how good it does in a rub because I'm gonna make a uh, make a pulled pork rub with a, as a coffee rub. I'm going to try some Hunter's blend. I'll let you guys know how that is. That's
0: a, that's a good a really? Yeah. Oh, I'm like, sorry. Um also Old Barn Taxidermy. Dude, I heard Julian texted me from Old Barn and said that damn, there you go. Perfect. That uh both my bucks that. might be done or are, be, are being mounted next week. So damn. You know, I imagine within two weeks, I'll be taking a trip to Old Barn. So I'm super excited about that to see Creepy and all that. So, I mean, I other buck too. I feel bad for that guy. He gets overshadowed, but, but uh, <laughs> be cool. It's going to be cool to bring him home at the same time. Normally, that doesn't work that way.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Can cooker is... So I cooked ribs on the can cooker the other week, and that was freaking tasty. But Steve, you said you got a... What do you have? A roast recipe?
2: Oh, yeah. All right. I've talked about this a couple times. If, when people haven't... If they don't remember, or they're, you know, just now hearing about this, so I take a venison roast, and what I do is, I'll uh, I'll take either um, some like seasoning salt, so Lowry's works pretty good, and you sprinkle that on there, get a nice little base on there, and sometimes if you want to spice it up, you can. I put a lot of uh, chili, like chili powder, some uh, some garlic, not garlic salt because you already got the seasoning salt, but like garlic powder. And then I drench that some bitch in maple syrup, and I try to get like a higher end maple syrup because personally I feel like when you use like a, a higher end maple syrup, like
0: a, what about the, Aunt Jemima?
2: No, don't use that because it because it, it's like it's not as runny. Like I like a little bit more runny. Um, that way, it's just not sticking on there, so it can you know do whatever. So,
0: so how much maple syrup are you putting on it then?
2: I do a
3: three, three gallons. A,
2: you know, if you get so if you get like a jar, I always just do like a one, two, three, four. I count to four and just let it coat there. You just kinda made rub it run it on the
0: spot, but I'll go with it.
2: No, I, I seriously do. I seriously do. Like you know, because you don't want to overdo it. You don't want to kill the flavor of the of the venison. So then you get your can cooker, and what you do is you put some water in the bottom. Uh, it Kind of all depends on how much steam you want to do. I I just put like a cup, maybe two cups in there. Mm-hmm. dump it in there, throw a little bit of seasoning salt in there because you got to think that steam that's coming off there. If you can put flavor in the steam to get it into the, into the meat. That's what, that's just what goes through my head, whether that's science or not. I don't know. So I'll Rotom. put a little bit here in there and then I'll pour maple syrup in that water. Um, and so mm. then it, it goes in there mm. and turn it on about medium high, go check it in about 35, 45 minutes or so. Kind of check and see where you're at, and if you got a mm. meat thermometer, you check the internal temperature. I can't remember what it is. I just go off of if it's done. I'm kind of hillbilly. I feel like you can eat deer raw, so it doesn't matter how well it's cooked.
0: Yeah, no, that's and, fair.
2: And, and, and go with that. That's a, that's a real simple recipe. And I mean, if it's if it's a bigger cut of meat, you know, and it's not going to fit in the in the hole in the on the big can cooker. I mean, maybe cut it up, do it in two. But uh, for the most part, yeah, get a venny rub and just.
0: Huh tell. That sounds it. The maple syrup had me intrigued. All right, that's fair, man. That's a good recipe. I don't know. Let me know, listeners, write in if if you've ever put maple syrup on me. Have you ever done that, Eric? No. I mean, I know you do you you cook with brown sugar a lot though with meat. I do I, a lot of
3: brown sugar, yeah.
0: And that, that's something I don't dabble in as much as I should though. Um podcast is now now brought to you by uh what the, we were We've worked with this company for a while, but it's a new like, official partner for 2020, uh, Gator Outdoors. And what we love about Gator Outdoors is that lately they've come on the scene more as a lifestyle brand, um, outfitting the working class. That's like the first thing you see if you go to their website. It's hardworking people doing what they love with hunting, and really just it's a lifestyle. So they have killer clothing. You can get on gatoroutdoors.com shopped a little hard out. Almost everybody that we work with, I think they work with. So it's it's kind of a um, a perfect fit. And he's also going to be dealing true timber camo. So here soon we're going to be all outfitted in all the true timber goodies. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, Wade, once all this COVID stuff, Wade's the owner. Um, We're going to get him in for another podcast in the new studio. He did a podcast in the old studio. So I'm excited to get him in here and 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 podcasts are a little hard to get. I think he's coming to Turkey Palooza actually, so that's going to be awesome. Oh really? Yeah. Well, he
2: I believe he's got a turkey on the ground, so uh, maybe that he's going to have a dude. Gator has that. been
0: tearing it up. If you want to follow like a company that actually posts successful hunt pictures over and over yeah. and over again, and, and like really tasteful good pictures that represent like the true lifestyle of hunting, that's a good page to follow.
3: Oh, and they're doing a giveaway. Yeah, well, wait. I think he was doing a thing like if you shot a turkey or your kid did or something, he would drive out to you to take pictures and give you a hat. Oh, he was? I didn't know that. I must have missed that part. That's awesome. Yeah, he had a whole box of hats. He's like, let me know if you shoot a turkey. I'll bring a hat out. <laughs> yeah,
0: you know, that's a good idea. That's pretty cool. Why don't we think of that shit, Eric? What the fuck?
2: <laughs> I don't know. We're <laughs> it the wage brain's getting in the way, bro. Yeah.
0: yeah. I drink too much, and my wage brain hurts all the time. So. <laughs> We drink way too much. <laughs> they call that withdrawals, but it's all right. We're here. We're, we're kicking. Uh, the podcast also brought you by Loopold. Dude, I'm in a Loopold ad right now on, on the old social medias.
2: Hey, who am I? Look, I'm, I'm Kurt. I'm Kurt. <laughs> Except that I don't have hand tattoos.
0: Damn, got to get with it. Hey, you know what I was thinking? The best thing about having a hand tattoo, and I got to get my other one done, is you don't have to wear gloves. I got candy. Yeah,
2: kettlebells. <laughs> so. <protein>. Pro tip. Pro tip. Pro tip. Pro, yeah. Oh bro, I got I got my hand tattooed in bottom bottom land shit. What am I doing? That should be really
0: cool. I'm gonna get my face <laughs> tattooed from here up. That way I, when I wear my like my neck gator you know what I mean? <laughs> Just get camo like paint
3: tattooed on you like a psychopath. You um, Like original tree in your face.
0: <laughs> did we do we pass anybody? We that took we took a long time on that, but that's okay. That's you got a veteran shout out? I do By the Veteran way shout one, out this week was Oh go ahead sorry
2: It was a, it was sent in by a very good buddy of ours uh, Mr. Paul Ceratos sent this one in and Paul's one of my like favorite uh, favorite human beings on the planet Great, Great guy so, start with Paul. <laughs> the veteran's name that we're going to shout out this week is uh, Ben Carey He's in US Air Force Ben served active duty with the Air Force as a firefighter from 04 to 08 with one deployment, he continues to serve this country as an Air Force Reservist. Ben works as a firefighter at the Rock Island Arsenal Fire Department, and he does listen to WCB. Wow. Ben enjoys hunting and does his hunting in his home state of Wisconsin. So, Ben, thank you for his service to this country, and thank you for continuing to uh, uh, be at the ready, be at the helm. It's like, that eh, shit pops off, I'm ready to go. So we thank you, Ben, and um, yeah, appreciate that ben. Veterans' mission, Thank Paul. you for your service, brother.
0: And sorry for everything we've done since you listen.
2: <laughs> well, we do apologize about that. I don't, I don't know it. From. If you didn't like it, you can come tell me. Mm.
0: I don't know what I'm sorry for, but I'm sorry for the things that we've done. You
2: know what I mean? <laughs> it's Just as like a blanket statement. It's like if you're charged with racketeering, like we we're accused <laughs> of like racketeering, like, this it's a collection of crimes. <laughs> Racketeers'
0: ears and wage brains. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah set of mafia crimes on people's brains we're a cult surprise
2: yeah but essentially you guys would you guys like some uh flavor writing so
0: 366 episodes in like you're in at this point just go with it it'll be fine yeah. Yeah. all right first of all if you didn't appreciate the cover art of this episode you can go back to canada you know what i mean yeah <laughs> so
3: they a fact
0: <laughs> I'm wearing a TK okay. shirt. I can tell people to go back to Canada, whether they're there, for, there or
3: not. You know. I mean, a mullet, a bald eagle, American flag, and a turkey. How can you not like it?
0: Okay, let me ask you this. Should a tur- I'm, American eagles are sweet. Bald eagles, American eagle.
3: The store?
2: But a turkey <laughs> would
0: be a second place for, like, the bird of America, right? Oh, for sure. You Thanks.
2: think? Wanted the turkey to be the uh, nation's bird, funny yeah. enough.
0: I'm not mad at that. Which one they,
3: would they choose, though?
0: It would suck, though, if they are federally protected.
3: They'd Even be though.
2: everywhere. Oh, yeah, <laughs> crazy. <laughs> dude, <laughs> but could you imagine if, if that was the bird, you know how awesome bald eagle season would be, dude?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can't I use any bird that. prey. That, that I'm aware of. <laughs>
1: Oh, it, it just be a picture of Eric with a bald eagle and a turkey start in the background. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it'd be the opposite flip <laughs>
1: Could you
2: imagine? Could you imagine the amount of stupid shit? Like you seem like that that shirt that's it's like the bald eagle with the mullet. Like, could you imagine? Like people just they're like, they're, they're, the like I the they're like, yeah, I shot my gun. Turkey gobbles in the background. Fucking America.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> dude. That actually would be perfect. I'm not <laughs> mad at this at all. If you flew is- right
1: in at five yards. Can you to the decoys? <laughs> dude.
0: I think
3: we should do this. We should start this.
0: Yeah, that's great, actually. I, th- I think that's well worth it. But <laughs> getting to The point of this is, Eric, dude, you finally killed a turkey. Finally. First finally one
3: ever. First one. <laughs> in what, four years, four or five years that I've been out?
0: Okay, so let me ask you this because we talked about this on – I think the episode we did two, three episodes ago with Philip, And you weren't a fan of turkeys then? No. Are you a fan of them now?
3: Um, a little bit more. Okay. <laughs> so please- a little bit more. Not, not, not as much as I thought I would be. Like, I just like my heart was pounding and stuff. And the, cur- the turkey came in so fast that it was just like he came running in. I shot him. I ran out, and he was dead. That's yeah. awesome. So pacing around a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that video is pretty fucking funny. The cool hey, thing Doug, I bet if you is, took
2: me out to kill my first turkey, I'd love turkey hunting.
0: Well, what's cool about <laughs> this is I could overlay it over this video podcast, but I don't know if I will. But um, either way, the fo- there's footage of it, and it's going to be out there somewhere. Sometime. Oh,
2: yeah.
0: But So congratulations, first of all. And I want to hear the story because in the messages, like we have a group group chat, Doug was like, "Hey, when are you going to get your turkey tag?" I saw you guys kind of planning out when you're going to go. So lay us out. <laughs> lay this big yep. story of turkey hunting out on us.
3: Yeah. So, well, we'll go back to that. Then the message is, you know, Doug was like, "Oh, or you guys were talking about turkey hunting or something." I didn't. I wasn't even paying attention at that point. And uh, <laughs> <He's fucking tuned. laughs> so I was like, "Doug, are we going?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm going Saturday or tomorrow at five a.m." I'm like. All right, I'll go buy a tag, so i I almost forgot to buy a tag, and then I made it to the store here in town with the five minutes brain just
0: quit working you almost forgot I, I get it yeah yeah
3: i just I made it there five minutes before they closed and bought a tag, and we were going the next morning, so I'm like, woo, hit by the bell and then uh so I get every like i all my shits still set up with uh. Um, you know, I didn't have any broadheads in my arrows or nothing. Didn't have anything ready. And of course me last minute, I'm getting shit ready in the morning, <laughs> right. putting broadheads yep. on, <laughs> getting all my camo together, all that shit.
0: Doesn't, doesn't Turkey season kind of seem like it comes out of nowhere that way. Like with deer season, my, I prepare my brain and like my equipment turkeys. I'm just yeah. like, Oh shit. Where's this? Cause it's still just a skew like my clothing and stuff. Like, You know, I haven't put my camel on, I guess, since I shot Creepy in December, you know?
3: Yeah, I haven't put anything on since deer hunt, you know, it was all stuffed in the St. Crusher closet, so I'm going through that in the morning, trying to find everything. So I get everything loaded up, and I actually made it to Doug's on time.
2: Is that true? That's like
1: the first time. (laughs) What's that? Like the first time.
3: I know I was actually there a little bit early this time for turkey hunt too. I don't get it, but we we load up the the blind and the decoys and bows and all that shit and and the gator, and we head down the field, you know, and that's just a it was kind of a cluster because you got bags of decoys, the bow, the blind, everything you're trying to throw over your shoulder and carry it in there. Yeah, but
2: you're halfway in, like, man, fuck
3: this. <laughs> oh yeah, you're trying to resituate; shit's falling off your shoulders, and it's just a goddamn. Oh, yeah, <laughs> what?
0: Uh, so we, you guys are in Iowa, for the record. I know most listeners know, but if anyone's new to this, so I, yep. I, mean, I should buy an Iowa tag.
3: You should I'll take you?
0: Go on out. They're sold out.
3: Are yeah, <laughs> well, so really?
0: Then-
1: I have out-of-state tags.
0: What's it? Oh, they are sold out of out of state tags.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh no shit! I was going to see if uh, Steve wanted to guide me on an Iowa turkey hunt.
2: <laughs> oh, I, got, I got you, bro. Dude, we got some we got some hens running around here. There's got to be gobblers. I'm assuming.
3: <laughs> anyway, go ahead,
0: Eric. You guys get everything down there.
3: Yeah, you know, get everything down there. Start Dug's out in the field setting up decoys, doing God knows what, and I'm setting up the blind, throwing chairs in there, and you know it's just. It just sucks getting all that shit set up in the dark and trying to get situated. And finally, we get in the blind. We're setting up chairs, uh, getting the tripod set up, get, trying to get the camera ready. And then we take the camera out of the bag and the fluid heading on it so we don't have a tripod.
1: Yeah, was not like, a good start.
3: Yeah, I'm like, this is not a good start. <laughs> typical with me turkey hunting. Yeah. And, like, right, you know, right when the sun comes up, we hear five or six gobblers. Behind us in the timber, up on the ridge, and you know, ducked in, all fired up, and I'm like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Already bad.
1: He's like, laid back in the chair, not giving a shit. He's
3: like, yeah, yeah, I'm like, whatever. Yeah, I've heard that. I've I've been here, done that. I know how this goes. It's not my first rodeo. It's your second. <laughs>
0: right? rodeo. frizzled
2: vet of disappointment. He was like, yeah, I was like, here we go again. <laughs> right,
3: and then the sun finally peeks over, and Doug's calling, and they're answering, and I think they. They kind of quit calling there for a while. And then all of a sudden they start, they fired back up again. And they're slowly getting closer and closer. And then Doug's calling, they're answering, calling, answering. They're cutting him off. He's like, oh, this is good. This is good. And I'm like, sure, I don't know. (laughs) And uh, finally we hear one gobble, and he's like, that's real close. That's real close. And we're on a fence line. And down the fence line, there's a corner where there's a gate, and the gate's open. Mm-hmm. And we're just sitting there, and to see that corner, Doug looks out the window. He keeps checking it, because that's usually where they they always run in through that gate. They don't hop the fence or anything. Yeah. And then we're just sitting there. We're on our phones, whatever. And he peeks out the window and goes, oh, shit, he's coming. And I just, like, full-on panic. <laughs> I'm like... I'm, like, trying to grab my bow, and I'm, like, should I draw back? Because at this, I can't even see him coming. Yeah. The window, does. you know, he, I seen him when he was, like, 20 yards away when he was inside the window, and I'm, like, oh, shit. So I quick draw back, and literally he ran in full speed, got ready right to the decoy, strutted, turned around, and I'm, like, well, it's now or never, and I just let it go, and just there's fucking about... Three thousand feathers in the air, just going crazy. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's crazy. So, that's one thing. Go ahead. So I'm not a big turkey hunter, but I made my own like run and gun ground blind with two garden stakes and like the mesh. Which actually, we'll tell my story at the end. It doesn't matter. But I'm not used to hunting out of ground blind, so I know what you're saying. Like, oh, he's coming. You're like, well, fuck, how far? And you, yeah, you need to know if he's coming in because I get panicky when turkeys get real close to the decoys. I'm like. They're only going to be here, and then they're going to bolt. Like, I just feel that way because it's always so close. So I get a little, like – I get, like, agitated with the situation. I'm enjoying it, but I'm, like, nervous about it.
3: Well, that's, like, when Doug's, like, oh, he's coming, he's coming. I'm, like – at this point, I didn't even know, like, where he was or how close he was. And I'm, like, should I draw? And he's, like, yeah, draw. And right right, when I was drawing, that's when he came in the sight, you know, and I'm, like – and he was hauling ass into these decoys, just fucking running full speed.
1: Yeah. Dude,
3: the DSD decoys are dirty.
0: I got to get one, man. I got to get one. I got t- two nice Avian X ones now, um, but I don't have a, like a strutter. I want to get the one you have, Doug.
1: Yeah, the Jake and Hen mating. Yeah,
0: yeah, I have the Avian X like lay down hen, but I think I'd be okay with just getting the Jake.
1: Now, As Philip Vanderpool would say, there ain't nothing better than them DSD decoys now.
0: <laughs> Dude, when you <laughs> see Old it, i argue with that. How many birds and have it- you killed off the, that set of decoys, Doug?
1: Uh, I think we bought them three, four years ago, and probably 10. Uh, your
0: whole family? Or just yeah, you? my whole family. Uh, I feel like you guys stack them up over those things. It's Your family, I feel like, just kills a ton of turkeys. But.
1: <laughs> yeah, my uh, mom and dad doubled up the day before in the same spot. And then when me and Eric went, like, Eric shot his, probably one of the earliest birds we ever shot, because they don't roost in our field. They roost across the creek in the woods. Yeah. They kind of kind of call them over.
0: So are, like they, that are they flying? Oh, so you get them to cross the creek.
1: Yeah. They they land in the timber. I, my timber's a little open, so I could probably go in there and kill them, but it's just easier when they see the decoys out in the field.
0: Right, right, for sure. So, so Eric, By the time
1: they cross the creek, it probably took five minutes, and he was dead.
0: Oh, no
3: kidding.
1: Yeah, like when I saw him in the field, Eric's like, what do I do? I was like, you should probably just draw back now. Like he He's coming.
3: No shit. Yeah, okay. I mean the the video the video we have the footage it's only like a minute and six seconds long for me drawing back shooting and running out of the field to you know go out there and get him. Right.
0: No, the the footage is cool. What's nice about it, we're gonna throw together some of our like I was just kind of chopping up um, Doug and I's turkey kills from Kansas a couple years ago, but with yours too, I, we're gonna put all these out on YouTube. But I think. I guess I want input from listeners. I was just going to chop them up and make them like two, three minutes. That way it's like, oh, there's the hunt. Boom. Okay, cool. But you don't got to watch 20 minutes of bullshit just to get to the goods. Yeah, like B-roll. Yeah. So, like, I just thought we'd just put it on there, and there it is.
3: Well, and, like, I've seen a bunch of videos of people killing turkeys. I know you I know you have to run out there and get them as soon as you shoot them, but in the moment I was like, I didn't know what to do. So I like – Doug's like, in the video, you can hear me like, go get him, go get him, go get him. And I'm like, I threw my bow down and then I couldn't <laughs> figure out how to get out of the blind. I could but hear you in the video. <laughs> on the rhino blind door, like I'm used to like a zipper or something. And I couldn't remember how to open it. So that's why the camera's like pointing at the ground because he had to open it for me.
0: I'm just going to leave all that in right. there because it's it's cool, I think.
3: Oh, yeah. So I shoot him and he he like hobbles maybe five yards and I'm running out there full bore running at him and i get like two feet from him and he takes off in completely the other direction so i'm running this way and then back almost back <laughs> at the blind it's freaking hilarious
0: <laughs> that's awesome man yeah so how i mean compared to a killing a buck how excited were you
3: like a buck being a 10 i was probably like a four <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jesus, man. Dang, Wow, Damn, bro. Really? Well, and I,
3: after I shot him and me and Doug went back up the house, I'm like, I was like, yeah, my heart was racing, it was pumping, and it was cool and stuff, but it's like, I'm like, it's just not, it's not like deer hunting for me.
0: Yeah, I I, I agree, Eric, for sure. I went, in the moment, I get really, geez, my mic pops, sorry about that. I don't know what's going on. Zoom, Zoom does something weird. Hold on. Do I sound all right?
2: Yeah, yeah. sound good. We hear the pop, really.
0: It must just be on my end. I don't know what the hell's going on, but anyway, for me, it's like in the moment I'm excited. And it's like the best thing ever, but the the excitement of it doesn't like stick like deer hunting does for me personally.
3: Right with deer hunting, you know, you get really amped up and you stay there for a while. Like turkey hunt for me, it was like I shot him, yeah, I'm going right back down.
0: Yeah, I get that <laughs> a little bit. What's great about it, you get the meat and stuff like that, and it's a cool experience. They're interactive. It's something to do in the spring. Um, Sam has expressed some interest in trying to kill a bird, so. I have a feeling if she will commit next year, I don't even know. I mean, I'll put in for tags still, but I think my whole, like, dedication to it would be try to get her a bird. So um, we'll see. It was,
3: it's, it's definitely cool to, like, hear him, you know, Doug calling and them answering back and, then like, kind of talking to each other. You know, you, can, you don't really get that with deer and stuff. You know, that whole aspect of turkey hunting is pretty fucking awesome how you can actually call them in. They see the decoys and they get all riled up and stuff. Yeah, so that that was pretty cool.
0: I'm glad you, you know, got and then, one. Man. What's that? I'm glad you got one, and I'm pumped that it was on film too,
1: so we'll be able to use it. Yeah, it's not the best film, but
3: yeah, yeah. And then I, was, right? And I was when I was telling Doug about, you know, it doesn't, it didn't get me amped up like uh, deer hunt does. He was like, well, yeah, but they this one like ran in, you shot it, and it was dead. Like he's like, wait till they. They come in the field, they're strutting, and they take about 10, 15 minutes to get there, you know, and then yeah. beat the shit out of Deacon. He's Like that's that's the cool shit. Yeah.
0: Are Are you gonna fan mount this guy, or what are you gonna do?
3: Uh, we did cut the fan off. I haven't done anything with it yet. I'm I need to do it yet, but. Throw in know the freezer. How... Yeah. Well, it's it, in the freezer now. It's
0: easy, man. It's kind of fun to do your own fan mounts and stuff. I've done a few of them.
1: Yeah, it's not that hard.
0: No. Pretty easy, and they're kind of kind neat. Of a neat deal. I, I'm good though. Like I got enough now. I think. I mean, every any turkey I kill from now on out is going to be like uh, I'll put it in the garage for like the man cave deal. But it's cool having. them. like I think right. We got one in the studio. I got I got two, three fan mounts and two full turkeys. So it's enough. I, don't, I got way too many fans.
1: I I, would
0: I hate Zoom because of this. We're like talking over each other. How how many fan mounts you have, Doug?
1: I probably have ten. My parents. I might just do a wall here in the bar.
0: Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. What's up? There's no like housewarming party. There's no like Doug's it's turkey bar. Or oh yeah, the whole pandemic, huh?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Once it gets nice, nine, nine up, people definitely a party. All
0: right. Like I'm trying to puke on your floor. You know what I mean? <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, don't let the bugs eat them. Don't let the bugs get them. <laughs> hey, don't let the bugs get them. It's it real out
0: there in July. but no, i'm excited man turkey palooza is like our next hunt camp together um
1: dude i got doug have you been hunting yet for birds uh no eric shot the one i was supposed to oh that's fair when's yours well no
3: we didn't tell we didn't tell this yet either because after i shot mine we went out there got it right back to the blind and then we had another tom he was way big i feel like he was bigger than mine but he just wouldn't commit to the decoys. I don't know if we – we don't know if he couldn't see him or what was going on, but he came out of the field. He was strutting, doing his thing, and then he ended up walking back into the tall grass.
1: Damn. Yeah, I, he came out for, like, 15 minutes and started his stuff and gobbled, but, I don't know, he just wasn't feeling it, I guess.
0: That's what I don't get about turkeys. They're, like, they're smart animals, but in a way they're almost so dumb they're, like, impossible to hunt or, like, hard yeah, to he, hunt. Because I went out, far, too. I went out, was it last weekend? Yeah, it was last weekend. I went out Saturday and got right up in them. And then there, I have a Creek that separates the North and South side of my property. And I couldn't tell they're right on the Creek. So I couldn't tell what side of the Creek they were on or where they were going to go. I didn't know that. And I was calling and they flew down. I could probably had the video. I could probably put it into the mic to show you how close I was. They uh, flew down on the opposite side of the Creek so I ran down to the creek and set up everything, and I was just doing my running gun blind with my decoys, and I was going to see if I could get them to cross the creek. Which, you know, I knew it was going to be tough, but they probably wouldn't do it, and they didn't do it. Like I could hear them drumming; they were right on top of me. Like the little bluff of the creek, and they were right above me. So I bet you I was fifteen yards from them and never got a shot. So I went. So here's let me see. This is – I don't know if you'll be able to hear this in podcast land.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: So that's – I was close. I was right in them. And then I went out on Sunday on the other side of the creek in the field, set up my ground blind. They fly down on my side of the creek, and I'm like, hell, yeah, this is great. And they did not, they would not come in. They just stood down there on the edge of the field. They would not come close enough. I was trying to decap them. And then they went in behind this little hill. So I went running, grabbed the decoys and the bow, went running across to see if I could get ahead of them because I knew they were being stubborn. I get over there and they're on the other side of the creek. They went down and crossed the creek (laughs) where I was the day before. So I'm like, all right, I'm going back to do some housework. (laughs) You're over it that's dude i have no patience for birds unless i'm like i like in kansas it was different like we we you can hunt them all day we went for it and that's what we did here i'm just kind of like all right didn't happen like for me to kill a bird it's got to work out like it's just got to be like perfect i'm not i'm
3: not gonna force anything at home i will say it's definitely gonna be e- easier for me to buy a, a turkey tag from now on yeah that's fair it's always funner in a turkey camp too, though.
0: Yeah, because you're talking about birds and you, yeah, bullshitting, and then you get you kind of built up and you're excited to go out and all that. So, you guys are going to film for turkey this. palooza, right? Yeah, we'll be there. You're going to film?
3: Yeah, we can film. We can do whatever.
0: So everyone wondering, like, why aren't you hunting? You guys are Iowa the turkey paloozas in Illinois.
3: Yep. Yep.
0: Steve, yeah,
2: might
0: be. Are you should do any bird hunting.
2: Yeah, um, uh, so um, I'm still uh, still hung up with a uh, with a dilemma with the Iowa DNR. So here's the uh, here's the kind of cool thing that I appreciate about the Iowa DNR, but it's kind of a headache. Um, you have to establish 90 days of res- residency. It, it doesn't matter when you become an official Iowa resident, as far as paying your taxes and shit go. Um, they want you to be to prove that you've been in the state for 90 days. So if you get your driver's license or nope ninety days going back oh my um, you cut when out. I got it's my license got... You're all good, though. still good
0: so, repeat what you said the ninety yeah. days
2: oh yeah so you get you have to yeah you have to um you have to be in for ninety days as an Iowa resident. Uh, it doesn't matter when you get your driver's license, you have to prove that you've been there for 90 days. So they're not going to go off of, yeah, you're a resident now. Cause it's really easy to go change your address. So what I've had to do is have, I've had to prove that I've been where I'm at for days and it's gonna be, plus maybe a couple extra days because of how, uh, and <laughs> the lady I talked to now, she's working from home. She's like, I'm not in the office. I'm working from home. So it might be a couple days, you know, I'm not, I don't have access to my computers like that. So it's been over a week. I'm going to call them. Hopefully, tomorrow everything will be good. Either I'll get a phone call or an email, but I'll call them tomorrow. And they'll be like, okay, we've gone in our system and changed it because the nice thing that uh, Iowa does versus what Illinois does. So when you're in, and most of our Illinois residents can attest to this, the Illinois DNR website is a step below dog shit but a step above um, a step above eBay's website of course now <laughs> it's it, above- it's bad i was now now if you guys have listened to this podcast for a long enough time you know that i was an iowa resident at one time way back in uh, it's like right when this started 2015 uh, ish they still have all my records there. So they still have, and I can see when I bought the days I bought deer tags as an Iowa resident. So my customer number is in there. The The website is very easy to navigate. They just make it tough for you to just be like, Hey, I'm a resident now. Let me hunt. Um, obviously there, there's ways that they can help you out. If I, think,
0: you I think probably the reason that is Steve, and I'm not, I am not—I don't know for sure, but I know there's a lot of people that'll do like, they'll get PO boxes in other states. Yeah. And, like, do, like, little one-off shady type shit. Um, Mm -hmm. And, man, I've heard about people doing that. I'm trying to think. Obviously, I'm not going to. Well, I should fucking blast them, but I'm not going to. But I did not even remember who it was. I was talking to someone that had a P.O. box in Colorado, but they lived in uh, another state. (laughs) And I'm like, you're going to get fucking caught. Like, that's. Right. I I don't know how that works out, but.
3: It's not it. when. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it to us, that's,
0: my story. There, I don't really remember the whole thing, but there's a way people try to like snake residency in different states.
2: Yeah, and essentially you're you're poaching, which we have a stop poachers T-shirt available on workingclassbowhunter.com.
0: Good call. I've been forgetting to plug our own shirt. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but uh, all proceeds go to stop poaching. But I uh, would, it, I'm mad as shit about it because you know if it if it takes a little bit longer to week if I'm not able to hunt this week weekend. And podcast land, whatever that is, you know, I got go to go back, go back to work next week, where I would have been able to use those days to go out and get on a bird. Now I'm I'm limited to maybe two weekends. Which, <laughs> if you're an Illinois resident, uh, that's about what you're used to. So what I can appreciate is, two um, days, son, huh? <laughs>
0: two days to hunt this la- for thirds What I have second or third season? I had second season,
2: but you uh-huh. technically got one full day because you can only hunt till one o'clock.
0: Fair, <laughs> yeah.
2: So you better find out where they're, where they're roosting at. Now it's, it, it to me, it's, it's a, uh, it's a huge advantage for me, even though I only get maybe four days. Oh, you get way more than that. Well, I'm saying in a weekend. Oh, if, if I only get to hunt weekends now, assume maybe I go back to work for a week and get a project done and yeah, just with all this COVID bullshit, but, um, a little bullshit. it's a, it's, it's a, it's an interesting process, but, uh, you know what, man, um, if I got to wait, uh, another week or two to do everything correctly. That's what I'm going to do. Um, and they've been very, very helpful. It's just, hey, they've got the rules that they have to stick by, and you yeah. got to appreciate Iowa doing that. Um, and, and you know, I, I was really got, got everything figured out. Uh, the website's super easy to navigate. Any questions you have are getting answered. Whereas, like, to, <laughs> if you're, a, if you're an Illinois resident and you don't have your hunter safety card. Have have fun doing this. Try to find your hunter safety number and uh, let me know how that experience is. So a number that you will often need to either get your license. Um,
0: okay. My power literally just went out and then we had to reset. I was like, oh, sure. We're going to do this podcast over. And that's, that would suck uh, just because it wouldn't be real that time. Um, Steve was talking about his hunter safety card and yes. the, the number like in Illinois, trying to retrieve your hunter safety number. When a lot of people, we did our hunter safety course like back in the day, but uh, what I did say that you didn't hear is that I actually have my original hunter safety card from when I was like eleven. So
2: that's it. You know that they treat it like a social security number, and you would figure that. Um, and this is just. This is just my way of thinking that um, if you've passed something and you're well qualified, uh, it should go across the board. However, it doesn't work like that. I get it. You got to do your due diligence. But if you move, you know, a couple times or whatever, and you should just be able to look up a number that says you passed something. Like you should be able to look up your licenses. Like I was bringing up with Iowa, I was able to look up the date I bought a license like five years ago. You would figure I'd be able to look up something as simple as a, uh, as a hunter safety number. And that is not the case at, uh, at, so you got to call.
0: I took a picture. So my dad, I had mine and then my dad ended up getting the original copy. So what I did is I took a picture of it and emailed it to myself and I titled the subject as Kurt Geyer hunter education number or card or whatever. I, if I type in Kurt Geyer hunter education, and I just use it to get super specific so that email pops up. So I'm going hunting in Wyoming next month. And I don't know if it's a requirement, but it's. I was reading some of the regs and it said something about having your hunter safety card. So what I did, hold up that email, there's my picture. I printed it out. I cut it out, folded it up. I put it in my uh, envelope that I have. I have my tag in there. I have my permit and my license and all that stuff in there. And then I even... And this might be a little too far. I don't know, um, or just, I'd rather have too much than not enough. I printed the re- my purchase receipts of <laughs> one and put them in that envelope too because that way it's like, oh, here I bought it here and here, like you can see.
2: I bet your rating on eBay as a seller and a buyer is like five out of five stars. <laughs> I don't have
0: eBay, but <laughs> yeah, maybe. I bet
2: if it was. Some someone's for I,
0: I mean, I get like we we're hard on poachers. I mean, I think for good reason, you know. Um, but uh, let me say this. I know there's a lot of people who are like, well, how come you haven't gave so and so shit, so and so shit? Well, are, have they been convicted or have they admitted that they poached? Well, that's why we're not hard on them. If if that's the case, people people get caught on bullshit all the time. But until <laughs> I hear somebody admit it or they get convicted of it, you 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 never actually know. But yeah, that doesn't mean we're not gonna make jokes.
2: Uh, <laughs> I just. <laughs> but I, to I me, what,
0: go ahead Steve. Sorry.
3: I, I'm
2: just, there's a, there's a lot of flaws that, um, that a lot of good, uh, good hardworking cats can get caught up with. I mean, you know, technically you could get popped if you didn't buy something like a habitat stamp, but yeah. you're able to fully purchase. Yeah. You're able to fully purchase a license and harvest an animal. And it's like, it's no But It's like, but if you require something like that, I think it should, if you're going to require something, it should be, just thrown in there like in it you shouldn't be able to buy something without it i i, I don't understand the reasoning behind that but there's also yeah. a lot of hang-ups with computer system glitches like there's been times where i've had to go buy an illinois license which i've bought the past four years everything's legal everything checks out yeah good luck trying to find the records on that illinois uh because there'd be times where I'd go to buy them. And, and if you remember buying an Illinois license, this was like the first year that they went to computers. The first year I bought a license in Iowa, they had computers, the whole computer system. Whereas if you've ever seen like a, you know, like a little mom and pop shop, like a little restaurant pop up with a little credit card machine. Yeah. That's how they would be buying all the, you would get all the information on there on a credit card machine. And there's tons of times that hey, I need to get my hunting license and a couple deer tags You know, get the combo tag. And they go, "What's your hunter safety number?" I'm like, I, "I literally bought a license last year for
0: Iowa or Illinois."
2: For Illinois,
0: Illinois. Um, a lot of people don't know you can do your social security number to pull up all your customer stuff. So <laughs> I actually then, found the page. I can't tell you exactly what page it is, but it's on Illinois' site where I can go back and look at every everything I've ever bought through the state of Illinois.
3: Well, see that's that, that, like ever since I took my safety course, I never got a card, like in a physical card. They did. we, I've always went by my social security number.
0: See, I don't, I might be wrong and maybe some of our Western guys could chime in, but you, you might need that. Or I wonder if you would have to take it again to get a hunter safety number because some States require you to have a hunter safety number and all that.
3: Yeah. I'm sure sure I have a number. I've just never got it. They would just always, when we went through it, they're like, and every time we went to buy a tag or a license, fishing license, anything, and they went to their computer, like, okay, what's your social? Or you had to give them your state ID, Uh-oh. and they could see in that, and it would come up with all your information.
0: My hunter's safety card is actually in Iowa. I took it in Iowa.
3: Oh, really? Um,
0: I actually took it, I think, at Doug's High School. Oh, nice. Really? Yeah, West.
1: West? Or- oh, really? I took yeah. mine... I don't know, somewhere
0: else, I guess. (laughs) I don't know. I don't remember. I took it in, we did it in like your guys' lunchroom. That's where we did our, like the course, watch all the stuff. And I remember we took our tests in like the auditorium and I'll never forget it. I don't know why this stuck with me. We we were doing, me and my dad were in the front row. We get our test and I'm a, I'm a youngster, right? So it's kind of like my dad can help me. I remember I had one answer and he made me change it. And that was the only one I got wrong. But then I also, remember <laughs> we, we took questions when we did our final, like our final, you know, and some guy was like, Hey, could, would it be okay? Cause you know, it was, it was, game wardens teaching our, our class. And one of the guys goes, he's in sitting in the back. Would it be okay if I went out to hunt, but and out of season, but I shot deer with a paintball gun just for practice. And <laughs> the dude goes, uh, the conservation officer goes, come down here. Like basically it was like, <laughs> I want to talk to you. And I don't, I, I hope they didn't pass them like the moronic bullshit that makes us look bad. But oh, I remember yeah. for some reason that stuck with me because I'm pretty sure my dad like literally laughed out loud when that happened. And <laughs> I just remember telling that story in in Fulton County, Illinois deer camps for years. Like just, was he
3: like serious or was he joking?
0: Dead fucking serious. And this dude was like oh in his God. late thirties probably.
2: <laughs> oh boy. So he might have been because that was probably – so you were 11. That was about the height when paintball was hot. So this dude might have – he wasn't running no tip in 98 Custom. You know, this that dude was, was –
0: Right. I, I might be wrong. It was – Definitely an autococker. Yeah. So. 2001. It was, I think it was 2000 or 2001.
2: Oh, uh, yeah. That was yeah, –
0: did, did you guys have to do like a field day too? I didn't have a field day. That's the one thing I really I, did I didn't miss. either.
2: No. So when, oh, when really? I took my – Mm-mm. When I took mine in Illinois that what they made me do um we took it at the Rock Island Conservation Club and this is the way that I believe they still do it now in Sam Iowa,
0: and Iowa my brother-in-law Sam's my wife and my brother-in-law Jake they took their class together
2: there at the same spot Yeah so we had to do 2 days so what they did for us was they did um uh, they did the video portion which I-, I wish we could get a hold of some of the uh training videos actually I got to connect we could probably get a hold of some of those. Well, some of the greatest footage I've ever seen of hunting accidents ever fucking happen are the DNR training what not to do videos of the guys like, bro, are you gonna take your shotgun out there? Yeah, it's fine. And he trips on a rock for like three minutes and blows this dude's head off. <laughs> it's amazing.
0: <laughs> I mean, okay, you can't laugh at that. I mean, I get like this. You, you can't. No,
2: what, what, what would be better if, uh, Rip. It's it's every training video ever where they got to go and it's like, dude, this is not real life. These are not real life situations. It's essentially, it's yeah. like dude, these are. I, I, you I see get it. what
0: you're saying. I'm kind of busting your balls because when I watch safety videos at work, I'm like, Oh, look at that shit, <laughs> like. So he just backs off a forklift backwards off like a six foot cliff and rolls his forklift. Like, Damn, Damn, dude, you work there and you didn't you didn't know that was there? Or Like, what's what's happening?
2: They do that, but the but the problem is, it's like, man, you gotta have a little more common sense than that. Like, put real life <laughs> situations in. where, like, guys are putting guns in the trucks and not loading. They're blowing out doors. Like that's a, that's a real life thing that can right, happen. Right, well, hey, have you ever
0: seen Mad TV when they do the skit Paul Timberman's Workshop?
2: <laughs> well, there's oh, there's yeah. a Timberman's <laughs> shop somewhere, and I keep meaning to send you a video. It's like, I wonder if that's Paul Timberman's Workshop.
0: <laughs> if, if, you, if listeners out there, if you don't know what Paul Timberman's Workshop is, just Google Paul Timberman's Workshop <laughs> in, on video. And
2: like,
0: it, it's Will Sasso, the comedian, old Mad TV, and it's just him doing like. Dumb, like it's like a uh, like a tool time show. Yeah, but he's just like putting screws through his thumbnail building the shelf, like you know, cutting like, his
3: fingers off and shit.
2: Yeah, yeah and, then, and then wipes them up with like.
0: It's just like if you're any type of blue collar guy and you work on anything You'll for some reason, funny. you find humor in oh. it because it's so moronic. Oh
1: yeah, he's really. I remember the one with the table saw. <laughs> he just like stared at oh. the camera. and It's like the most blood you ever seen just <laughs> everywhere. <It's a> movie. <laughs>
2: If you ever want to get if you want to get Kurt to pop, there's like three things in this world that I figured out that Kurt's gonna laugh the hardest at: so Paul Timmerman's workshop, yeah, Kenny Rogers jackass, Kenny Rogers rest in peace, and uh, uh, lean memes, which figure out on your own what that is.
0: <laughs> I'm a <laughs> but, Will Sasso back, fan. Hey, that guy cracks me up.
2: But back to back to the original, what they did. So I I, I like the setup what they did for the uh, for the Illinois guys. So you go and you do the the workbook stuff. On a Thursday night, it's about three, four hours. I know there's people complaining, but it's like, dude, you know, you're going to go out to potentially do something dangerous. You can take three hours because we've talked to a lot of people who have luckily come home and, you know, after being in some accidents, a lot of people don't, some people don't come home. So you can take three hours out of your day to make sure you come home to your family. Uh, they did three hour book work day on a Thursday and then Friday and then Saturday they did the field day, which they ran you through a bunch of pretty generic things. Um, but you got to shoot guns. And I remember the one guy that was in my group when we were like shooting a couple clay pigeons, which I didn't know I could shoot clay pigeons as well as I could.
0: Super fun, Um, man. We should get together and do that.
2: that I didn't know. Like, dude, I hit like two out of three of them. I'm like, is that good? And they're like, if you shot shotguns before, I'm like, not really. (laughs)
0: Dude, but, let's do that. That sounds fun. Do you got, do you have a thrower? Anybody? Yeah, I got. I I have access to an automatic one.
1: Oh my god! <laughs> yes. <Damn. laughs> now,
0: we could shoot them at your place, couldn't we?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, dude. We're yeah. we're in. I gotta get a shotgun though. I don't got one.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, they, they, the funniest thing is the guy. I got do... one you can borrow. The ten gauge. Nice. Can't yeah.
3: play pigeons
1: <laughs> two, two times. Like yeah, yeah I got,
3: I'm good. I actually just <laughs> threw the boss gobbler away. Oh, what?
0: You should, we should have hung it in the studio on the ceiling.
3: Dude, it was just like I just kept moving it, and I'm like, why am I hanging on to it? Yeah. It was funny, but
0: you had to explain what the boss gobbler is.
3: So I, I think you were going turkey hunt, right? And you needed a shotgun.
0: Yeah, I wanted to go with the shotgun and. and... I was like, oh, I, I can't remember this story, but you're like, hey, I got a ten gauge. You could take. I'm like, can I actually take it? Because I will.
3: <laughs> and I was like, yeah, if you buy shells for it, so you you went and bought a box of ten gauge shells, and he's like, well, let's go shoot this thing. I'm like, all right, I got a spot. <laughs> so Kurt, I have this piece of cardboard in my garage, and he draws out a turkey on it, and and if you blasted that. I don't know how far you were away, like thirty 40, forty yards. Or away. Yards, yeah. And you're it's just. Away it annihilated the whole piece of card It was probably a fucking two foot by three foot piece of cardboard. <laughs> the thing's
0: nuts. I'm I actually, I was, my buddy, Tyler, um, we're going out turkey hunting this weekend and he just moved into a new place. He's I'm trying, he's into hunting, but I'm trying to like push him over the edge on it to where he's like committed and he's so close. I can feel it. And I was like, Hey, do you want to go out with the bow or a shotgun? Cause he just wants to get a bird. He's never shot one. And was like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, dude, just grab a shotgun. Let's go out for a few hours. The the piece we're going, I know real well. I'm like, let's go out and just do it. And I was like, hey, I can see if Eric, if Eric let us borrow that 10-gauge. He's like, ah, fuck that. <laughs> so we're we're going to go out this weekend to a piece I know where I killed basically all my turkeys and, and see if we can't get them one with a shotgun. Yeah, I, still have, I, I, have, film it.
3: I obviously saw the gun, but I saw the shells you bought for it. Oh, do you really?
1: The turkey. I got, oh, yeah. uh,
3: I got the Super Mag with three and a half inch
1: shells that feel pretty good. <laughs>
3: I'm pretty sure these were three and a half inch. They might have been I don't know, but 10 gauge. That's the ones where
1: you shoot once and you're like, yeah, it's on.
3: It's on. There it is. uh, Part of me
0: wants to come grab that 10 gauge, Eric, and those shells. And just when when Tyler comes over, because he lives five minutes from me now, he just moved. When we go out to the property, I just want to be like, hey, I got got the 10 gauge. That's what you're shooting today. I got it. It's kind
3: of on. It's like this. It looks like a goddamn cannon coming out of it. I know.
0: <laughs> Part of me wants to do that. I'm, I'll, I'll think about that. I might have to do that just to surprise him. Yeah, Dude, I want
2: to, brother. <laughs> I want to. I want to tell you guys a story about. Like, I want to finish a story about when we we're when we we're getting ready to shoot for the guys that were in my hunter safety class because this this shit is gold. I think I've told you guys this a couple of times, but. So we're getting ready getting ready to shoot. And, you know, obviously they want to, you know, make sure it's like, hey, if you've never shot a gun before, you're getting ready to go out here. And they've got instructors. The greatest guys ever, they're going through the gun safety, which is a very important thing, you know, for people who just want to pick up hunting. And there's this dude who's, like, standing, ne- like, next to me because we're in, like, three rows by the conservation club. And the dude next to me, it's like, it's his turn. And he's brothered out in camo. Like, he's good to go, <laughs> fully dressed, like,
1: He's ready, he's
2: ready to, go ready to hunt. Yeah. yeah. He's ready to go. Hunt. He's ready to go. And he's, he waited in line for like four or five people and he gets up there and they go to hand him a shotgun. He goes, I'm a felon. I can't shoot that gun. And the guy like, looked at him. He goes, thank you for telling me that. And he's like, uh, go see so-and-so over there. Cause like you have to pass each individual, you know, thing. If you're, if you're going to hunt, like you have to be able to like you, your field that you have to pass each, each station they go to. So like, I was mean, this guy couldn't pass because he couldn't shoot a gun, but he was very honest and they were like, hey, you get an A plus, buddy. <laughs> and, to pass him. Yeah, because he's he was gonna bow hunt. He uh, killed the
1: guy with a gun, so. Yeah,
2: he, he right. did. He, I mean it's like clearly like the dude knows how to kill, but yeah, he was so <laughs> with a shotgun, right? Yeah, with a yeah. shotgun. So, so by the law, he was uh he was never gonna shotgun hunt, but the dude looked like a shotgun hunter, so <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the same this dude that
0: i had back in the day that wanted to shoot to near the paintball gun he's like might as well give this another shot <laughs>
2: <laughs> he had to go he again went
0: it, was back years it, later. Was
2: it was probably the same dude
0: <laughs> yeah that's what i'm saying <laughs> it was, son of a bitch i failed I'm, I'm gonna have to give this 15 years before i go back for another one <laughs> 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 ironically it's was it was the down same that. cat the same dude that was in my hunter safety course was in steve's just still That'd be being amazing. a fucking idiot
3: it's like a learner's permit you got to wait so many days before you can take it again
0: yeah the, the, dude, the I, last conservation officer was like dude, you can't come back for like 16 years bro like
2: <laughs> <laughs> you gotta stop coming here they gave me the yeah. score of of you know what like what your overall passing was and i heard guys are like shit dude i do like a like a 74, like you know, obviously, like 70s passing, like you just be average. <laughs> he passed, and I'm sitting there with like a, I'm sitting there with a 98, just like Concerning. walking through like Boy Scout camp. Like, I just I was like, Yeah, I missed like two questions on the written part. Like, I got an A on everything else because it was like, How to exit a boat, put two hands on the ridge, and put the shotgun and move it. Yeah, this is this is easy. Dudes <laughs> are getting like, Yeah, it's like, like a how 70's. to cross the
1: fence and maybe like, they're
2: wrong. How, to, how the fuck are you guys failing this? And you think you're gonna pattern deer? Which clearly uh, they might have been better at killing deer than me. I just I'm, I'm good at book work, but <laughs> it
3: comes putting
0: real work in. Yeah, but That's Steve, funny. when
3: you took it, you were like 29, and these the other people were like 13. No, they're all adults. there was some slack here. a
0: little moron. Got a 60. What a what an idiot.
3: <laughs> what an idiot.
1: Who's this kid? He's He can't even Wipe his own ass. <laughs> Why would I think he would ask this? I was like 12 and got 100. It was pretty easy. It's, yeah. it's, there uh,
2: were. There's not hard. There's a, yeah, there's a lot of adults there, but they've, they've made it a lot better, which I kind of disagree with a lot of ways where they, um, the the online portion where you can do it at home is, is fine. The field day, I, I know people are like, well, I got kids and I got blah, blah, blah. Like, you know what? I, I don't give a shit about that. If you're going to go out into the woods, you're going to hunt public land, you can sacrifice a fucking day to at least get out there and maybe learn something. And maybe they could be, I, you don't want to lose hunting numbers, but I feel like maybe they're a little bit more strict on, right. uh, on passing you because uh, when, <laughs> I've heard a story about uh, when they were doing in city hunts. All right. So you're in city hunting, right? Uh, where people live and uh, a lot of, a lot of cities are, are, are going through with this. So the way that you can get issued a license is you go to your local archery shop that's participating and it. Sometimes you have to hit an arrow at 20 yards and be in a uh, they'll put a legitimately they'll put a paper plate yeah you know paper plate is and you have to hit two arrows in that to qualify now as as guys that like us that shoot every day how hard is that that you could wake up and that'd be the first thing you could do in the morning and you could do that right yeah there are people that would get one arrow in and fuck up the other and they're like well you know really i only need one arrow to get it done and they would bitch about it like if you can't hit a paper plate at twenty yards, that's how when that's I first much, started getting yeah. into it, that's that that's what they were like, that's the goal. Now that we shoot all the time, you know, now you try to hit something that's smaller than the lid of a of, of a beer can, you know, essentially you essentially want to hit like
0: a right bottle I mean, top. The paper plate though is like standard, right? Yeah, that I mean, I think it's a fair judgment. Arguably I think it could be a little smaller, but Oh
2: yeah. I, it, Exactly, you're going into right. neighborhoods, residences. Like you should, you know, should
0: it. Could be a paper plate, but you'd have to hit like the bottom of a uh, the size of a beer bottle once. Yeah, or something. yeah. You know what I mean? I,
2: I I do believe they should be a little more strict. Now I, I understand that not a lot of guys who are like serious about that. You know, you got to kind of toe that line of guys that are serious about archery are going to be able to hit that, but they're not going to be hunting in-city unless they get smartened up to where they know that 200-inch bucks. How many arrows
0: is- do you get to shoot on a lot of those courses? Because I know Iowa does some of those. Like, how many arrows? Uh, I think you have I to
3: hit like, four at five. In this right? yard pen. <laughs> to,
0: to, and a paper plate to put one – oh, you can't really see. To put a, Put one arrow in on the center of this battery, that should be fairly easy, but I don't know. Let's
1: um, so use in your 100-yard pen. Yeah. So dude <laughs> whoops he's a hundy he's like just put the bow
0: down sir no i can do dude it like, listen no i promise give me four more arrows <laughs> he he know a guy. and
3: everything all
0: right i, I think we close her out there zoom podcast so. i'm over them i'm declaring it now executive order for working class bow hunter back on normal podcast schedules next week everybody will be in studio i'm fucking over it
2: <laughs>
0: dude i know I, if I was a savage, I'd shatter a beer bottle over our mixer, but I'm not going to do that.
2: Um, Kurt is not a savage. Let the record show. Dude, <laughs> right
0: on record. Um, but I will say that... Use your
2: beer bottle. Duke.
0: So I think this. we need to go back to normal. I'm, I'm, I'm in silent protest. Um, I've been working. My life seems normal. And so yep. we should be in studio right now. So next Agreed. week... We'll do it. Eric, congratulations, sir, on your bird. And you. I think you win the trophy for the best cover art of 2020 thus far.
3: Um, I don't know how many people uh, messaged me and said, you are the new turkey king because the whole mullet and tiger king and all that shit.
0: That's a great, great comparison.
3: i I shoot one turkey and I'm the turkey king. <laughs> yeah. I don't know.
0: Hey, hey, thank I thank
3: Austin
1: Taylor
0: for that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, also something I was thinking about. Well, two things. We have the the stop poaching, make a difference, or stop enabling poachers, make a different shirt um, on our website now. I think that runs till April thirtieth, and then it is done. It's a pre order. Um, Gator Outdoors is printing those shirts for us to cut out cost. Um, yep. He's basically not making any money on it. Um, he's we're doing it. At cost, so we could make these shirts as cheap as possible to give more money to some outlet of conservation. Uh, we haven't 100% dialed it in yet. It will be something to stop poachers or somehow to give back and get children and kids involved in hunting in the outdoors. Um, so get on there. Available to the thirtieth. Um, I was going to say something else while you guys are chatting. I don't. I don't remember what else it was. The shirt. <laughs> Fuck! I got sidetracked. Yeah, too. For Sure, we're doing an elite bow giveaway. Um, get to our Facebook. I should post that in the description. Um, but you just sign up there, and that we're picking a winner June tenth, I believe. And is that it?
2: I think so. I feel like uh, I feel like we should uh, we should mention that even though there was a uh, the J B Pritzker, the governor of Illinois, did extend the stay at home order to May thirty first. Still not interfering with our um, with our shoot, which is uh, June twentieth. Fuck,
0: dude, I'm um, worried about it.
2: He, it's it, it starting to get a little squirrely. He
0: extended it to May thirty first.
2: Mm-hmm. Fuck yep. that, That's stupid. For uh, for what reason you might ask? Now, if you uh, believe in the uh, COVID, uh, stay safe. Do everything you got to do to try to stop the spread of this. But at some point, it's getting a little ridiculous, and I don't think that everybody should rush out and go out just.
0: Hey dude, I've been to Menards like a hundred times in the last three weeks. Nobody else in Illinois gives a shit right now, I guarantee
2: They 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 really don't, and I'm not uh saying you know,
0: it's not a real thing. I'm just saying people in Illinois don't give a shit. They're they're buying paint and shrimp. They're they're trying to do some house projects.
2: Paint and shrimp is the number they're
3: one thing going on. You know, they're trying to get them roof fixed.
2: Hey,
0: hey Eric,
3: that's a nice hat.
0: Yeah, plug that.
3: So everyone <laughs> at trade shows so he sees this hat, and they ask me, where can I get one? Well, we have more on the way. Mm. Uh, we, will be, we will be launching them
0: tomorrow. I don't know.
3: Like, sometime soon.
0: I just got to hit the publish button, and then they'll be
3: out. A... They <laughs> Keep your Wait. eye out for me. If you meet it this long and you find out that the hats are there, maybe this is the only thing we're going to do. Maybe we don't yep. tell them that they're on the website to see if they figure it out.
0: That's a good idea. Also, I think you need to go to the the trailer and pull out the tall boy koozies. And for every purchase, one of those hats, throw in a tall boy koozie.
3: Should Damn. I give it? You're right. Let me give a spin of this hat. Okay. <laughs> oh my god!
2: Damn, bro, this is Eric. You should we should start <laughs> OnlyFans for the working class and just have Eric just spinning around the whole time.
0: <laughs> just videos him doing that'd be great. All right, we still In a bar stool, it's awesome. All right. right. Next week. Love you, boys. Cheers, guys. All right, you know what to do. Go shoot your bow. We love you.
2: Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue, brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors, every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.